Hi everyone, welcome or welcome back to Real Recovery. If you're new here, this is a podcast where I talk about anorexia recovery and I give practical advice based off of my own experience with an eating disorder. My usual disclaimer, I am not a medical professional, I don't have any medical training, so don't take this as medical advice, it's just my experience and hopefully it can help you too. But yeah, today's episode is part two of my series about identity and eating disorders. Part one was basically about how to weaken the anorexic identity or substitute in basically what other, whatever eating disorder you suffer with. Um, it's basically weakening that side of it, weakening the eating disordered identity. And that's really important when it comes to, you know, recovery and entering recovery specifically, and it can reduce guilt and shame surrounding all these recovery actions you have to take. Um, I re- recommend you listen to that one that episode before this episode just because this one will make more sense because it's kind of the next step of this process of you know recovery and identity building and all that kind of stuff so anyway go listen to that episode if you haven't already and this episode is all about accessing your recovery identity and then part three of this series the next episode is going to be about stepping away from eating disorders and recovery in general and moving on to sort of embracing your true self and your true personality and your true identity and moving on to a life after eating disorders and after recovery um but yeah i hope this episode helps you i hope this series in general is helpful for you if you haven't already please like no not like rate and review this episode and this podcast because it just helps the algorithms and all that push out to more people and hopefully more people can find this stuff helpful which is the goal here anyway let's get into the episode moving into a sort of recovery identity now some people say this is kind of controversial and not helpful some people don't like this um, idea of having your identity revolve around recovery but I think that you have to be realistic when you are going through something as all just completely consuming event as an eating disorder you're going to have to accept the fact that it is going to be a big part of your life and it's going to be a big part of your identity now it's harmful to have an identity that is so entrenched in something as toxic as anorexia or any eating disorder and I think moving away from that is key and it's really helpful which is why I made a whole episode on it so anyway but at the same time like you also have to accept that when you're in recovery that's also a massive life event it's also something that's going to take up a lot of time a lot of energy it's going to kind of rule your day at least in the beginning right obviously as you move through things get easier things take less thought process things take a lot less effort and you are able to open up your life and engage with more things but especially in the beginning and in the middle stages and for everyone that will be different amounts of time you have to accept that your identity and your personality not your personality but you have to accept that your identity and your life and your habits and your goals and your activities are going to revolve around recovery so I don't think it's such a bad thing to try and access this new identity of being in recovery versus your old identity of having an eating disorder one is obviously objectively more positive more healthy than the other Obviously, it's not ideal long term. You don't want to be completely stuck within this bubble of recovery and, you know, being ill and all this kind of stuff. You want to move away completely from all of this. But I think you've got to give yourself some patience and some grace and allow for the fact that you have been through something really serious. You are still going through something really serious and you are still trying to actively rewire and recover from something very, you know, very difficult. So, yeah, I think except that you are going to have to step into some form of recovery-based identity, and that's what I'm going to be calling it in this episode anyway. Um, but for me, at least, this was so helpful. This was beyond helpful, actually, because I've talked about this before in various different episodes, but for me, at least, recovery felt like failure, and it felt like wrongness, and it felt 
it was a horrible feeling I could I can I can feel it now it's kind of like a pit in your stomach of you're just doing the wrong thing and you feel like you're doing just awful things all the time because you're going against that eating sort of voice and I think stepping into this sort of recovery self is so helpful at reducing that and making those sort of day-to-day actions more bearable and yeah it just reduces guilt it reduces feelings of wrongdoing um, and it can actually help improve your self-confidence when you do access that sort of recovery identity because well I'll, I'll explain basically building the sort of recovery identity and coming back to a place of okay I'm not anorexic anymore I'm in recovery having that sort of in the background and laying a sort of foundation for my life when I began recovery was so helpful because as I've said it just reduced that feeling of failure um, and it made me think that I was doing the right thing and for me that was really important again as I've mentioned before I do struggle with OCD and it does often revolve around having good things right things bad things wrong things and that kind of stuff and I think if you're someone who also kind of has that black and white side to your thinking um, it can really help to step into a recovery identity because then when you are doing those things like gaining weight and eating more and challenging your fear foods if you're someone who identifies as anorexic those are going to feel very wrong and it's going to feel like you're constantly you know doing awful things whereas if you try your best to identify as someone in recovery and you know you step into that version of yourself then doing those things isn't wrong at all it's exactly what you need to be doing you're doing exactly the right thing you're on the right path you're doing all these right actions and although you're going to still feel emotionally kind of guilty and wrong and bad sometimes you can come back to that place of okay well I'm in recovery so it's okay I'm in recovery so I'm allowed to do that um and for me that was really helpful especially at the beginning so I'm going to tell you how I did this and some you know some tips and stuff for if you want to be doing the same sort of thing how you can actually like step into that version of yourself um but yeah this is what worked for me anyway okay so first of all I think resetting and refreshing my physical space of my bedroom really really helped in a way it's kind of a bit superficial I suppose but it's almost like pressing the refresh button like redecorate your bedroom move some stuff around and this goes hand in hand with helping to stop body checking and stuff um move your mirror so your brain kind of it's not so automatic you don't just go to the same place you do the same routine of body checking every single day if you move your mirror you kind of throw a spanner in the works and halt that process so redecorate a room move some furniture around I did this and I don't know why but it helped it helped me feel like a new person it helped me just refresh and reset a bit um similarly you can change up your style a bit you can bin those clothes that are so attached to your eating disorder buy new clothes if you have the money to do so or just wear different things in your wardrobe whatever um get some clothes that you are going to if you are you know on a journey of restoring weight try and get some clothes that is going to fit you in a bigger body um that you feel comfortable in all that kind of stuff that is like a physical refresh and reset can help you step into a recovery identity over your older eating disorder identity okay my second tip is to it was basically like I did one thing every day it was like I work quite well on routine so if you're someone who also works quite well on like habits and routines and stuff you can alter this to however suits you you might be someone who wants to do 10 things a day you might be someone who wants to do I don't know one thing a week but I would actually recommend trying to to keep it as regular as once a day at least do one thing a day that brings you out of your eating disorder and for me that was basically the the task was do one thing a day that I enjoy and it can be really small so sometimes it was just like listening to my favorite song or um I don't know 
going outside for 10 minutes or something but try and have a pattern of every single day you do something that is completely unrelated to your eating disorder and something that brings you some sense of positive emotion I know that recovery is can be just so difficult emotionally you're just constantly feeling guilty and ashamed and scared and anxious and all that kind of stuff and I think trying to do something every single day that that makes you feel a certain way um a good way right uh so yeah that's my tip for moving into a different kind of identity is to try and keep this pattern of doing something positive every single day and this can also look like doing this daily fear food challenge and I've probably mentioned this before as well but for me challenging a fear food every single day really helped and it's something you can also tailor to however you're you know however you're doing if you're someone who's really really struggling doing a fear food every day might seem kind of out of reach and unrealistic so what you can do is you can kind of modify it so you can be like okay well I'm going to be doing a fear food every week but every single day I'm going to be challenging it once so it's like you're doing the same thing but you are ultimately keeping it in that daily pattern or you might be someone who is able to really push yourself or you might have a lot of support around you who those people can help you push yourself and you can be doing multiple fear foods a day you can be really pushing yourself um and I think whatever works for you basically but try and keep a regular routine and pattern around pushing yourself to do things that are new that are enjoyable or that challenge your eating disorder in some way that can help you step into your recovery sense of self um but yeah next tip is set goals to do with recovery um so you might be someone who I'm sure you are I'm sure you can can understand this if you have struggled with anorexia before but anorexia is often very very goal-based and goal-driven now it's not always sometimes people um struggle with restrictive eating and like body image issues and weight issues and control issues without having specific goal weights and target weights I certainly went through periods where my anorexia really was not focused on um losing weight in order to reach a goal a goal number but there were definitely that was a big theme and that was a big struggle of basically like setting these well at least my eating disorder would set me these really ridiculous weights to achieve and I'm doing that in quotes because it's not an achievement to like destroy your body but you know what I mean like having those goal weights and stuff and that really really fuels the eating disorder because you get those dopamine hits every time you lose weight and you get that sense of like positive reinforcement even though it's very warped and there's a miswiring going on but the the principle is the same but what you can do right when you're stepping into that recovery identity is just reverse the direction of travel and set those goals but in the opposite direction now I did this and it really helped me when I was weight restoring especially at the beginning when I was still looking at the scale um for me making and reminding myself I mentioned this previously on the first part of this identity series um the last episode I mentioned the fact that you need to write things down and have them visible to you and if you want to find out why go listen to that episode but um I had to keep reminding myself that I was actively deciding to gain weight I was actively deciding to increase my food and I would set myself little goals now most of me I'd say 90% of me even higher 95% of me did not want to achieve those goals I did not want to gain weight at all Um, my emotional self was completely scared of it completely against it but at the same time my recovery self that I was trying to access was setting me some goals that meant that when I was gaining weight when I was eating more when I was doing all these things to recover 
I was achieving things so I would get that dopamine reward and I would feel better about myself and that would improve my self-confidence which is just a positive loop so set recovery goals so that might be I I aim to challenge five fear foods this week or I aim to reach this number or if you are still weighing yourself which is a whole other episode in itself to weigh or not to weigh who knows pros and cons I will probably talk about that in a future episode but if you are still looking at scale and you are trying to weight restore I really really recommend that you write down I aim to gain to x amount of kilograms next week because it can just help when you do gain weight because you should be gaining weight if you are underweight if you're recovering from anorexia but or even if you're even if you're someone who never became underweight so you don't need to technically weight restore but you want to still recover from anorexia there are other goals you can set that bring you forward in that direction um that are like tangible goals and yes you might not really want to do it and there might be like a big part of your brain screaming at you being like no this is awful this is scary this is bad you're gonna feel guilty like you can't you can't you can't and yes when you reach that higher weight or when you challenge that fear food or when you whatever the goal is the recovery goal when you achieve it you're still going to get the anorexic part of you screaming and crying but there's going to be another part of you, your recovery identity, which is going to be really happy about it, proud of yourself. You're going to be like feeling that sense of achievement, similar to the warped, like unwell sense of achievement that you get when you lose weight with anorexia. You're going to have the same thing going on, but in the opposite direction because of your recovery identity going on, right? So set recovery goals. It's a big tip. And I think it can really, really help. Um, counter the feeling of guilt because when you achieve those goals you're going to get a sense of pride even if it's a small sense of pride even if it's really most of you is still feeling you know emotionally against those goals it doesn't really matter because you're still going to get benefits from them um and ultimately it is it's for your benefit to set goals that move you in a positive direction another thing i did that helped me access this recovery identity was getting really really firm on what i wanted writing those down writing my aim down, which was recovery, and then a list of reasons why this was a good idea. Now, this isn't the same thing as writing down a list of reasons why you want to recover. Um, obviously, that's a good idea as well, but for me, again, I've as I've said, a lot of my eating disorder like recovery was so difficult because I felt like I was doing something wrong all the time, and I think writing down a list of reasons why actually I wasn't doing anything wrong and actually recovering was a great idea, um, it just really helped. So if you're someone who also struggles with that, literally talk to yourself as if you're a child and think like, what would I say to someone? Why would I try and convince them this is a good idea? So ask your eating disorder, like, why are you feeling so wrong? Like, why don't you want to recover? And it'll be like, well, I can't cope. Like recovery is such a bad idea because I won't be able to cope without my eating disorder. And then what you've got to do is you've got to write down a list of reasons why it is actually a good idea and you will be able to cope. You know what I mean? Like, just write down a list of reasons why you're recovering, why it's a good idea. And then when you're feeling those sense of wrongdoing and guilt and shame and all that kind of stuff, you can just refer back to it and realise that, okay, it's actually fine. I'm doing the right thing. Okay, another thing that helped me access this like recovery identity was basically visualising um, like a, a different version of myself. Now, I promise this is not like hallucinations. I wasn't going crazy. All it is is basically like you sort of build this identity this version of yourself in your head that is recovered or that is 
in a better place than you are now and then what you can do is when you're struggling when you're suffering when you're dealing with all these irrational thoughts and these fears and you don't know what to do you can revert back to it and you can ask them you can literally ask that version of yourself in your head what do I do or what would you do or like how do I go from here and it's just kind of comforting it's kind of helpful it actually really helps with making decisions because a lot of the time and I still do this now by the way but a lot of the time when you have an eating disorder it really clouds your judgment in the sense that you genuinely don't know what you want to eat you don't know if you're avoiding a food because you're scared of the calories or because you don't like it you don't know whether you're exercising because you want to be healthy or you want to burn calories and and you know maintain a smaller body so having a version of yourself in your head that doesn't have an eating disorder that is recovering that is recovered asking them what do i do like what would you do visualizing a version of yourself that can eat a fear food and not cry and not be upset or not whatever like if you're struggling with something have a version of yourself in your head visualize it close your eyes literally imagine a a version of yourself doing the thing and being okay so what i would actually do on weigh days and wins and stuff i'd be so I, i hated them so much but what i would do is i'd visualize like five minutes before i'd sit in the car with my eyes shut and i'd be like hey well i'm gonna watch myself step on the scale see a higher number okay right I'm getting off now um you know I'm completely fine I'm not I'm not upset visibly at all uh okay now I'm just walking out I'm going about my day I'm completely fine like I would literally watch myself go through the motions watch a recovered version of myself go through the motions and that would really really help me um and it helps your brain like it actually does something psychologically your brain now has that like um different version of yourself now to draw upon my next tip is similar, it's basically picturing a younger version of yourself and visualising that version, um, like the whole inner child thing. Basically when you are getting those eating sort of thoughts and you're wanting to revert back to that old anorexic identity or eating sort of identity, you have to imagine that that your like five-year-old, six-year-old self is also in there with, with you and you have to be like, would I put her through that or would I put him through that? You have to... Um, like use that little version of your childhood self to reconnect with your own desires your own preferences and what you actually want and then paired with that recovered version of yourself now you have like three different versions of yourself in your head now I, I don't know how this kind of thing works for people who really do struggle with like um other mental health issues like schizophrenia and stuff I'm sure this is probably is not helpful advice at all but um I don't know it, it helped me a lot just having like different versions of myself and it's almost act recovered to be recovered it's kind of that sentiment of like refer to a version of yourself that is fine that is recovered that can do all these hard things that you're really struggling with and take you know take from that what you will um anyway so finally i think my tip my last tip for accessing this like recovery identity is to really kind of embrace recovery step into recovery almost romanticize recovery um celebrate the the good parts celebrate the wins i think this is where journaling comes in maybe it's where a bit of introspection is helpful obviously there is a fine line between over analyzing overthinking over focusing on recovery um and again there is a big part of this is that you don't want to make your whole life into recovery because then it does become hard to let go of um you know the eating disorder as a whole but especially in the beginning when you are struggling to even let go of your 
anorexic self and stuff it's so important to romanticize recovery or at least maybe not romanticize but at least make it easier make it more enjoyable um make it something that you don't have to dread and that you don't have to think is this great big awful scary beast it's just recovery is an amazing thing it can be good in many ways not not even just for the fact that you are getting physically healthier you're removing this mental illness it's also good just for the fact that it will help your personal development and growth you are becoming a stronger person by the day you're learning probably loads of skills loads of coping skills um you're learning a lot about yourself you're learning a lot about this illness that is an eating disorder you're probably developing closer relationships with people in your life who are helping you and supporting you through this um recovery itself is actually quite an amazing thing it's it has lots of positive impacts on you and on your life and I think celebrate those things turn recovery into something that you are almost looking forward to that you are engaging with that you're willing to do um and again this is so much easier said than done I know that there are people out there who you know maybe you're supporting your child who is just absolutely completely against recovering maybe they're in denial they don't believe they have a problem I completely understand I was like that too um I think once I began to see recovery as something that I had control over or that I was choosing to do rather than being forced to do something that I that would benefit me honestly it it means that you're able to go through it with a lot more ease and you're able to cope a lot better um so yeah take control of your own recovery that will help you build this identity surrounding recovery which is ultimately helpful in ditching the eating disorder identity um but yeah I hope this episode has helped you I recommend that everyone who's struggling right now really really tries to embody this side of themselves that is in recovery um because I think it will help you progress now I want to recommend that you go and listen to part three of this little series I don't know when it'll be out but if you want to stay tuned then I don't know where you're listening to this but on most platforms you can follow the podcast and then you'll get a notification when I next upload but um or it might already be out now I don't know whether or not I'm gonna I don't know how I'm gonna upload these in what order but um if part three of this identity series is already out go listen to that because I'm gonna be talking about how you can build an identity that is not related to your eating disorder in any way because I think that's also an important step to take um and obviously it depends where you are in your journey because some people are not ready to do that at all. Um, I also just want to remind you that there's really no rush. Uh, recovery will take different amounts of time for everyone and identity is not the only part of this. There are many parts that are to do with recovery and life in general. So I don't know. I just think that it's it really helped me to view different parts of myself in different ways especially when coming away from anorexia and stepping into recovery i hope you have enjoyed today's episode thank you so much for listening and obviously thank you so much to everyone who has you know submitted questions or requests thank you to everyone who's emailed me um if you want to contact me about the podcast then go and uh email or message on the instagram which will be in the show notes below but yeah i hope everyone has had a great week or hope you have a great week and I hope you have found a couple of tips in today's episode useful but yeah thank you so much for listening and I'm wishing you guys the best Mm -hmm.